From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Stopping by the studio to play today is singer-songwriter Tyrone Wells. He's currently on a national tour with his new album, Roll With It. And by all accounts, the tour is going well. He and his wife, Alina, recently ate at the White House. More about that later. Tyrone Wells' albums have topped the iTunes charts. Fans from all over the world love, share, and they comment on his music. Part of that coming from the fact that beyond the U.S., he's also played in Europe and Australia, has plans to head to Brazil next. And there's a lot to the story. Some of the highlights are that first off, he was lucky enough to be born into a musical family. That means four singing older sisters. There was also a Muppets drum set involved that featured earlier in his childhood. I wonder where that has gotten to. But the big moment was probably the day he packed up his Volkswagen, Scirocco, Scirocco, I'm still working on that. Some of you will have to Google it to even know. It was a real thing. He left Spokane, Washington for Southern California and college. There he was the lead singer of a Christian rock band before starting his solo career and eventually signing a record deal with Universal Records. Now he's 10 albums in and quite literally rolling with it on tour. Here is Tyrone Wells from his new album singing, Gravity. I could be the moon, I could be the sea A million miles away and still you're moving me You could be the wind, I could be the tree Flowing through my limbs, rushing over me You could be the rooftop, I could be the basement Shelter from the storm, I'll be your foundation This is how it's supposed to be, yeah This is how it's supposed to be And even when we're worlds apart Doesn't matter where I go, I feel it pushing through my soul. I know this much is true. Your gravity brings me back to you, back to you, back to you. Your gravity. You could be the freeway, I could be the night. We could get lost. Till the morning light You could be the freeway I could be the night We could get lost Until the morning light You could be the water I could be the desert Begging on my knees You can make it better This is how it's supposed to be Yeah This is how it's supposed to be And even when we're worlds apart I feel you pulling on my heart There's nothing I can do Your gravity it doesn't matter where I go, I feel it pushing through my soul, I know this much is true, your gravity brings me back to you, back to you, I'm coming back to you, your gravity, without your love it just float away. Somewhere lost up in outer space 
peace I am found when you're here with me Safe and sound in your gravity Without your love I'd just float away Somewhere lost up in outer space I am found when you're here with me Safe and sound in your gravity And even when we're worlds apart I feel you pulling on my heart There's nothing I can do Your gravity It doesn't matter where I go I feel it pushing through my soul I know this much is true Your gravity Brings me back to you Back to you Back to you Your gravity You could be the moon I could be the sea A million miles away And still you're moving me Your gravity Tyrone Wells singing his song Gravity live in studio. This is Highway 89 on BYU Radio. Tyrone Wells, thank you so much for making time. I know you've, uh, you're in the middle of actually doing a live show as you're passing through. I think we grabbed you between sound check and the, <laughs> the set with your, your other musicians. But thanks for coming and doing an acoustic set. With Absolutely. Me. Thank you so much for having me. Nicely done. Congratulations on this new album. I have read that, that this one feels a little different to you. How is that? Uh, I worked with a different producer this time around than I've been using for the last several records. And so uh, whenever you do that, work so closely with a new person that you haven't worked with before, uh, it definitely changes the way that it, um, that it, uh, the record comes out, you know. So um, we, uh, he was in Nashville, Tennessee. I was in L.A., so I was doing a lot of flying back and forth. And, and then just his approach was different than the producer that I'd worked before with. So we just ended up with a different, you know, sonically much different record. And I, how I about sound-wise, like. or, or the songs themselves? Are they, are, are they from a different place? Um, I don't think... I, I write a lot of songs for every record. I usually write... Um, <laughs> I think you're the world record holder. <laughs> I, I, no, there, I, know, you, I don't know if you know who John Foreman is from the band Switchfoot, but he writes a song a day, or at least at one point he did, which is amazing. Uh, but I, I usually write like 50 or 60 songs per record and then try to pare it down, which is always a really hard process to get to... You you know, 10 or 12 that you want to record because... So what happens to all those sort of orphan songs that didn't quite make it? Yeah, they are just sitting in my, um, yeah, they're sitting in my computer or on my <laughs> on my notebook, which is, it is sad because, you know, I will labor over them, but you kind of have to, um, I've heard it said and I kind of believe it, and some of my songs are proof, but you have to write a lot of bad songs before you write a good song, so... <laughs> You were you were once asked what you planned on doing after a tour, and we read that you said go on tour. Oh, that, that's really? What, that, that, that's what you did. At least at this this point, you're you're on this national tour now. So what does what does touring do? Obviously, it, it lets you get the songs to more people. But what does it do for you? Um, well, first I'll say that must have been early when I was just starting to tour because I would go, I would literally hop from one tour to the next. Uh -huh. And now that I have a family, I have two little girls. Um, I just. Oh, after a tour, I'm just like really excited to be home. So I wouldn't answer that the same way um, now. Uh, but uh, at, uh, what what was the question you asked? I'm sorry because I took it. Well, on a... just when you're going on tour, you, yeah. it must be really nice not to just get feedback online. Yeah, but just to have 
the people who love your music really be right there in front of you. Yeah, that is, uh, that's one of the, I think, appeals of any songwriter is to play a song live for an audience. And I do love um, just the synergy of that, everybody in a room experiencing the music together and me being able to play it in front of a crowd when I might have written it probably in my bedroom or my living room where no one was there to appreciate it and wonder, you know, wondering, will anybody like this? <laughs> and so it is nice to get out and, and play the songs and see how people respond. And, you know, it's funny because every, every song is different and some songs, you know, a group of people will really respond to and then they might not feel the other song. And the other song that might be might mean the world to somebody and so it's really it's really cool because people gravitate to different songs that you write as a songwriter and that makes it fun well you this sounds like your attitude has changed over time i'm wondering has this changed are you still do, ever doing live from harvey the rv um that was because <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of fun on yeah YouTube. that actually started uh it that whole thing started um, from live from the rocket which was a van um, my first like you know 13 passenger van that we took out on the road and we started just playing while we were driving from place to place filming it and then throwing it up on uh, you know YouTube and everything everything and then we took an RV out and we named it Harvey the RV and uh, had a good time yeah so we I think we put up two or three songs that we recorded in there um, but I haven't done that since but, but I one, probably should one of the favorites folks might want to Google this but your percussionist you know he's, yeah. he's got the cereal box shaker in one hand and right. he's using a banana on, on a I think a piece of Tupperware to, <laughs> right. to get the right drum sound. And then you guys all crack up and you say, you are taking this so seriously. Yeah. You must have really been into it. Oh man, that guy's hilarious. That's Brian Taylor. And I think we probably tried to take that song, like, no kidding, like 20 times. And we just would all start <laughs> laughing. We just could not get through it. But there was another one where he used a toaster for the rhythm. He'd like put the toaster down and then wow. pop it up and put the toaster down and pop it up. It was really cool. That would be hard <laughs> yeah. to, to stay in the groove with right. the toaster. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> hey, tell me tell me about this next song. We're going to hear another one that's brand new. This is from the new Roll With It album called The One I Love. Tell me about this. Yeah, I, I co-wrote this song. I love to uh, collaborate with other songwriters, and uh, so that I end up going to Nashville and, and doing quite a bit of that in, in California, too. Um, but I wrote this song with a friend of mine who's a great songwriter named Dave Barnes, and I'm a big fan of his. Mm -hmm. He wrote a big song that Blake Shelton ended up cutting called God Gave Me You, and uh, that ended up being a big single. But Dave's a friend of mine, and we just... Uh, we just started messing around with this, and we came out with this song, The One hey, I Love. let's let you take your place. We want to hear this. This is from the brand-new album and the tour with the same name, Roll With It, from Tyrone Wells singing The One I Love. It rained on Tuesday, and I thought of you sun shining on a thursday i thought about you then too it don't matter when don't matter why every day and night baby all the time you're in my heart you're on my mind i don't even try you are the one i love yeah you are the one i love you are the one i love yeah you are the one I love And I'm never, ever, ever gonna let you go I'm always gonna hold you close Yeah, you are the one I love Yeah, you are the one You're the one I love Yeah 
Just walking down the sidewalk You pull back your hair I'm listening as you talk Just glad I'm there It don't matter when, don't matter why Every day and night, baby, all the time You're in my heart, you're on my mind I don't even try You are the one I love, yeah You are the one I love You are the one I love, yeah You are the one I love And I'm never, ever, ever gonna let you go I'm always gonna hold you close, yeah You are one I love, yeah, you are the one, you're the one I love, I give you all my loving, you've got all my loving, a kissing and a hugging too, oh, 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 I give you all my loving, you've got all my loving, kissing and a hugging too. One I love, yeah, you are the one I love. You are the one I love, yeah, you are the one I love. It's as simple as that. You are the one I love, yeah, you are the one I love. You are the one I love, yeah, you are the one I love. And I'm never, ever, ever gonna let you go. I'm always gonna hold you close. One I love, yeah, you are the one, you're the one I love, uh, 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 yeah, you're the one I love, uh, 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 you're the one I Singer-songwriter Tyrone Wells with his original song, The One I Love. You're listening to BYU Radio's live music program, Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. And Tyrone, it's so great to have you in the studio and, and playing live for us. And uh, this is the part of the show where we always ask our guests to please sing the national anthem. So. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. Okay. Happen. So, but I hear this. Oh, that goes back to a particular moment in your high school life. Yes. So I used to have terrible stage fright whenever I would get up in front of people. Uh-huh. And so it's funny that I, I always wanted to sing, but I would always kind of fall apart when it was time to sing. And I just couldn't breathe, and my knees would shake, and I would turn white. And so it took me a long time to kind of overcome that. Um, and the, the national anthem at high school once, it was a basketball game. My friend and I were singing the national anthem. And I remember I opened up my mouth and I was like, I didn't even recognize my voice. It was so <laughs> weird. It was like shaking and like sounded like a siren sort of. And so I just was like, wow, I don't think I'm ever going to do that again. And so I kind of, in my mind, there was this oath, you know, to myself, like never embarrass yourself again doing that. And so I've been asked to do national anthem at like, you know, NHL, NHL games and um, um, Major League Baseball games, and I've always just said no. And then once I had a friend that's kind of a, in the like top 10 of Nike, and he did this big event called the Wild Canyon Games, and he knew about this because I told him about <laughs> it, and so he was like, this is going to be your time, man. So he's, he said Wait, we this won. this is a friend, right? It's a friend, yeah. 
<laughs> but he's like, I want you to do this. He's all about like conquering whatever fear you have, you know, <laughs> like pushing through the pain and running, you know, ultra marathon, that type of guy. And so um, I ended up doing it. His name is Mike Yonker. I ended up doing it for this uh, event, this Wild Canyon Games. And it was really early in the morning. I had to wake up at like five to start warming up my, my voice and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good memory. So how did you overcome that stage fright? I think just uh, continuing to get up and preparation is a big deal. Like if you feel prepared, um, I feel like that makes a big difference. And then two, um, when I'm singing my own material, strangely, that makes me feel more comfortable because it's coming mm. squarely from my heart. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I hear you have another talent we might call upon you for, which is uh, I, I hear that uh, your dad taught you to yodel. Yes, I mean, do you have a variety of yodeling songs? Or I do is not. A special song? I do or? not. I uh, I only really know a couple yodeling songs. One is is about two buffalo, and that's the one I usually sing. And then I wrote a song called "Chicks Dig Guys That Yodel," <laughs> and um, and I used to play that when I had this little uh, weekly gig, and I haven't played it for a long time. But I made T-shirts that said "Chicks Dig Guys That Yodel," and they were kind of they were like selling like hotcakes. I was surprised <laughs> just because of how strange. But yeah, my grandma Agnes used to yodel, and then mm-hmm. my dad. Uh, yodeled and then he taught me how to yodel was this like a family thing they brought over from the old country or, or? i don't know i my grandma agnes was the only one that i knew i don't know if it went like further back it might have i should ask that question so are you in the mood to yodel would you or? well sure why not why not i'll Let's sing the yodel. only yodeling uh song besides chicks dig guys that yodel that i know and uh this song uh is is uh, <laughs> i don't even know the title of it but it's been around for a long time and it's about two buffalo that were brothers here we go i'll snap my fingers into the mic here hopefully this is okay you can let me know if it's not here we go way out on the windswept desert where nature favors no man a buffalo found his brother asleep on the sun-baked sand and he said now my brother what ails you has sickness got you this way but the brother never said cause the brother was dead he'd been dead since away last may yo little old lady yo little old lady yo Oh, 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 lady. I can feel the jealousy. Yo, lady. Yo, lady. Yo, low. Oh, 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 lady. Yo, lady. Yo, lady. Okay, I have to give you some applause for that. Oh, nice. <laughs> so. It could have been jealousy. It could have just been sheer shock and awe. <laughs> that may have been. Okay, so we were joking about the national anthem a little while ago when we asked you about that. And you're such a good sport to yodel for us. <laughs> that may be a first, actually. In yes. So, But we are not joking about this next part. We are very serious Uh-oh. that we like to give food to our guests. Okay. And we have uh, we've given donuts, we have made pies, and we read, and you may not even remember ever saying this, but once in your life you said your favorite sandwich was a French baguette, barbecued pork, radishes, jalapeno, carrots, and basil. And you did this. We have freshly and it's, prepared this. And it's giant. I wish you guys could see this on the radio. This is so big. So, freshly it's, prepared. We, we tried to keep up to wow. like, like health standards as we made it and wash our hands and everything. How sweet. So you can carry that off with you when, you, when you're done here. Thank but. you. 
that really is big. It's the size of my forearm. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to hear another song. Uh, this one is called uh, Running Around. Okay. So we'll let you get ready. Take your All place right. over there. We're going to hear Tyrone Wells. And I want to say Tyrone has loyal fans. They have come out for his shows all over. Once he said he was in Seattle, they met a guy who had ridden an electric scooter all the way from Vancouver, Canada for the show. <laughs> it took him eight hours because the maximum speed on his scooter was 40 miles an hour. <laughs> And he had gotten kicked off the freeway by the cops for going too slow. And he got a flat tire. But he eventually made it to the show, and Tyrone said, he's our hero. <laughs> the hero's running around in my dreams. It was one of those moments... When everything changes She was climbing out of a Chevrolet On the passenger side I must have been staring Cause when I caught her eye It seemed like I had been looking at her For all of my life So I said, why don't you come and go with me Somehow I know I've waited my whole life To see you standing there With the wind in your hair I'm as sure as a boy could be You are the girl that's been running around in my dreams You are the girl that's been running around in my dreams Yeah Once in a lifetime does not happen again So I took a chance in a gambler's game Put my heart on the line now maybe I'm crazy, but I'll never regret What I said to a girl I knew before we even met And I said, why don't you come and go with me Somehow I know I waited my whole life to see you standing there With the wind in your hair I'm as sure as a boy could be You are the girl that's been running around in my dreams you are the girl that's been running around in my head I finally found you I've been dreaming about you You are the girl that's been running around in my head I finally found you I've been dreaming about you Yeah You are the girl that's been running around in my wife don't you come and go with me Somehow I know I've waited my whole life to see You standing there With the wind in your hair I'm sure as a boy could Why don't you come and go with me Somehow I know This changes everything You're standing here It's crystal clear I'm as sure as a boy could be You are the girl that's been Running around in my dreams You are the girl that's been running around in my head I finally found you I've been dreaming about you You are the girl that's been running around in my head I finally found you I've been dreaming about you, yeah you are the girl that's been running around in my dreams. You 
been running around in my dreams over and over. You've been running around in my dreams, yeah. You are the girl that's been running around in my dreams. That's just Tyrone Wells and his guitar, and then him singing Running Around in My Dreams, a song you can also hear on his chart-topping EP, Metal and Wood. This is Highway 89 on BYU Radio. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. One of the things we love doing on Highway 89 is uh, kind of asking all the musicians to be a good sport and just come in here in the studio and do it just like we did it in our living room because there's so many different albums that get made and they get polished and they get edited and all all the things you do to make an album polished but it's really fun I think just to have it be here and raw. Uh, Tyrone is tuning up for uh, checking the tuning on here we're going to hear another song in just a minute and we're going to be asking him just a little bit about some family stuff that's been appearing lately online and I know your family's been very supportive uh I, re- I read they come out and support you whenever they're close by, but I loved what you said about your sister Donnell about her Spanish class. Oh, how she would force them to listen to my music? <laughs> well, that wasn't quite how you phrased it, but I, I really liked Yeah, it. so they, uh, they had an option to either listen to Spanish music or Tyrone Wells, and that was their only option. So uh, a lot of times they would end up choosing my music, which I thought was true pretty, sister. Pretty cool. Yeah, good, good sister. <laughs> You've you've also said of yourself you write a fair amount of hopeless romantic love songs. So that seems to still be going, even though you seem to have found a wonderful woman. You've got these two kids, but you're still in the romantic love song business. Yeah, I don't know uh, what that. I think it's just that's the stuff that I grew up listening to and loving, and so that always comes out of me. And um, I feel like it it comes out of me a little bit less now that I'm married because I feel like before you're married, you have this wistful kind of dream of you know somebody you don't know who and so for me at least as a as an artist as a writer that was always coming out of me and then once I met uh, my wife the that was satisfied in me you know but I still the I still write romantic songs but I think they have a little bit different bent now usually well there was a line in that last one running around in my dreams so specific about that she was getting out of a Chevrolet yeah and boy, there's just a picture in your mind. How much of that is uh, sort of autobiographical and how much is just you've got a great songwriting imagination? That that line right there was just uh, not true. But, <laughs> <laughs> she, nobody really climbed out of a Chevrolet that I remember. Okay, I, mean, I, I take I'm back sure the lump did. in my throat. I feel totally deceived. You know, no, you know what's hilarious <laughs> is I've actually played at people's weddings because that was sort of their story. Like really? I saw really? her in a Chevrolet and, <laughs> and, uh, it, or did they really... say we sing my wedding, but could you change it to a Subaru? <laughs> <laughs> if it has the right amount of syllables, I could do it. <laughs> you have a very, very funny video that really amazed me. This is, you, you must've been driving somewhere. It shows your little girl and she was crying uh-huh. and there's this way that she stops crying and it says in the video, it works every time. Yeah. That was a song called Beautiful Girl, Beautiful World, and we just learned my daughter, who is now three, she was not one yet uh, when that video was taken, but we were, I had played a gig in Northern California, and my wife and I were driving back down to Southern California, and we had learned that there was this one song that every time she heard it, she would kind of stop crying and just, it would pacify her, 
And so um, on the drive, she started crying. Nothing seemed to be working. We were ha- trying to hand her anything and everything. And and finally, I'm like, let's try the song again. And I'm like, wait, before I do it, why don't you video her and see if she does the thing? <laughs> and so sure enough, she was screaming. And the, like three or four seconds into the song, she just stops and her eyes get real big. And it's really sweet. It kind of ended up going, I think it's at like a million views now. It kind of went yeah, sort of and viral. And like by the end, it's like she's trying to sing along. Yeah. Which she didn't even talk at that point, so I know that couldn't have been true. <laughs> but she was moving her lips, and it almost looked like it. Yeah. Anyway, you, people should Google that. It's very fun. The song is called "Beautiful Girl, Beautiful World," and it's pretty amazing the way that it works. Uh, you've written other songs for your daughters. Always love you. Your wife is also a singer-songwriter. Yes, Alina. And yep. Same same kind of genre that she works. You know, in, she or? is from Hawaii. Uh, uh, she grew up in Hawaii. She was born and raised out there, and so you can kind of feel that kind of island vibe in her mm. music. She plays ukulele mostly and um and she's put out two records okay anyone who writes this much romantic music like you said gets asked to play at a wedding but now you've branched out into proposals <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i have done that yes so i heard there was one of the first was you were hiding like on a pier somewhere you're supposed to jump out at the it, right moment yes so there was one uh where i i did it uh i uh, this guy it was the very first time I ever did this, and the guy actually called me from Utah. He was living out here, and he his girlfriend was going to school in California, and so he somehow got my number and asked if if we could if I could assist him in his proposal, and I was like, really? <laughs> and he said, yeah. And so we talked about it, and finally we staged the, it on the uh, Balboa Pier, and I was supposed to hide in the Ruby's restaurant, look out the window, and when she came up to him and he went down on his knee, I was supposed to run out there and start playing, and so. I, I did, and it was really memorable and hilarious and fun, and she freaked out because it was like her favorite song that I was playing, and and uh, and because I've told that story quite a bit, I've actually, I, I, I mean, I've lost count. I've played so many uh, proposals, which is really strange. Like, I've, you know, jumped out of a closet. I've been, like, hiding in bushes. <laughs> it's, it's really fun and weird. Hazard pay. So, but, you know, as the odds keep building, the more you do that, somebody's actually gonna say no has yeah. that happened you know um so another another and, thing and that, you have a special song ready in case <laughs> <laughs> uh one of the times that it it happened uh, uh i've done it i've assisted in so many different ways a lot of times it'll just happen at a show i'll play a song and i'll be like hey jan eric has something he wants to ask you like after at the end of the song and then everybody in the crowd's like <gasps> and turning around and looking and we're just like lightly playing music in the background and he and the guy will hit his knee and propose and it's a great moment but there was a there was this thing i do like a vip pre-show meet and greet thing and i play a couple acoustic songs and a guy had asked me if i would play one of my songs on top of the world for him to propose to his um to his girlfriend and so while i was playing it it was a small group there's probably like only i don't know 10 people and um, so I was starting to get nervous because it's a, it's a kind of an intimate moment, and they're all they're strangers sitting there with us, and I'm about to like, right. you know, say um, say her name and say that her boyfriend had something he wanted to ask her, and I can't remember what she said, but it was audible, and it was not. Um, she was like, oh. Like it was like a gasp and not in a good way. (laughs) And and my heart sunk and I was like, I didn't know what was happening. And I just started singing some more and let them talk over there. And then afterwards they were like, she was like, that was so great. And I was like, really? (laughs) You weren't helping much, darling. (laughs) I thought it was going horribly. So, well, We want to hear the one song that you are almost required by law to sing at every set. So uh, tell us about this. Yeah, this song is called Sea Breeze, and it's never been on the radio, but 
um, it's it's funny because it's it feels like the most familiar song to most people. A lot of people will sing along when they hear this. So yeah, this is Sea Breeze. All right, and uh, I understand that uh, some of the women who uh, come to the show actually, if you try and get away without singing this, uh, they make they make their displeasure known. So here is Tyrone Wells performing live in studio on Highway 89, Sea Breeze. Did I really need her, or was it just a sweet dream that lingers in the morning like a melody? Over and over, all through the day, I can't stop thinking about how I'm feeling this way. She moves like sea breeze swirling around me. Fragrance that she leaves hangs in the air, soft like a whisper. She's calling me to her. These eyes have seen the most beautiful dream. We found each other staring at the waves. We started talking, I couldn't break away. Made, made plans to meet tonight down by the pier And when midnight strikes, I'm gonna hold that dream near She moves like sea breeze swirling around me The fragrance that she leaves hangs in the air Soft like a whisper, she's calling me to these eyes have seen the most beautiful to be Today on Highway 89, we're visiting with singer-songwriter Tyrone Wells. He just sang Sea Breeze Live. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Tyrone, uh, I, I, we know that your dad was a preacher, and you grew up listening to a lot of gospel music. And is that originally what you sang with your sisters or what they would sing when they were performing? Yeah, like a lot of gospel songs and um, old hymns and stuff is what I grew up hearing a lot of, for yeah, sure. There was so much great music in, in that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, what a great background. But... When did you start to hear other things and sort of venture outside of, of that? You know, um, I had a good friend that was introducing me to a lot of like R&B stuff when I was in junior high. 
but I only listened to that, you know, just periodically, not that often. And then when I got into college, I felt like I was doing a lot of catching up with a lot of music that I'd never heard before. Um, and so college years and after college was when I really kind of was just thirsty to hear and take in all of these these songs and these artists that I'd never heard. And you really had some success with uh, a Christian rock band. Mm -hmm. In fact, you were even signed with a label. Yeah, that's right. It was called Sky the band was called Sky Park, and we were with Word Records, and that was the band that I was in in college. And then right after we graduated from college, we signed a deal, and we did a couple tours. And then I felt like it wasn't the best fit for my voice because it was kind of like an alternative rock band. Yeah. And uh, I always gravitated more towards singer-songwriter stuff that was more acoustic-based. And so I kind of parted ways with those guys. But they're still uh, like my best friends, you know, because we, we, that was just that, that time in life, the college years. Yeah, what and, an exciting uh, time. And to be able to, to sign with a label and have that behind you to go, go out and tour around. And yeah, it was wonderful. Was that uh, – is that uh, – a tour like that, are you – usually performing like campus youth groups or to church groups or, yeah, or is we it did, just all uh, of it all of it we played normal you know like normal venues and we played churches and we just were playing anywhere and everywhere that is such great experience yeah it was, fa it was really fantastic great time of life and you have talked about not being in this for, to sell a million records you probably won't object if you do but, right but that you've really had to decide to be in it to write from your heart yeah I think um, when you've done this long enough and you see kind of the toll that success takes on people, like what, mm. what other people perceive as success is not really probably success in terms of a life. Do you know what I mean? It, like, might, be, well, it might be on stage success. Yeah, maybe. or they might be you know, really wealthy and famous, but that doesn't mean that their life is good. And it doesn't mean that they have... Um, a lot of love in their life or, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't mean that their family is, is great. You know, some, uh, oftentimes, um, you know, I think all those other things tend to suffer when, when someone is very successful and sought after. And so I think um, when you first start playing music, of course you want to shoot the moon. You want to experience it at the highest level. And then I think that I've just learned that, um, you know, I'm just grateful that anybody even cares and listens to my music. <laughs> and, um, and so I have a lot of gratitude in my heart. And I love that I can work and then I can go and I can be home after I work and take uh, a, a solid amount of the year as downtime with the family. And um, so I, I think it's just I've redefined success and for what success means to me. And I'm doing I mean, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm not. Um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm very comfortable and more than taken care of, have so much more than I need. I think most Americans do. <laughs> um, so I just have a lot of gratitude that I can do what I love. And well, w let's hear a, uh, this particular song we're going to hear next. Uh, I know you love playing this live. We love hearing it live because we got to hear this one during soundcheck. But it's the song called More. Yeah. And uh, I think people can really read their own life into it. It's, it's open to that interpretation. Yeah. That's, were, that's, were you surprised by just how many people this hooked into? Yeah, I mean, I think um, one of the most um, kind of surprising and encouraging things is I felt like this song was was finding people when they needed to hear it most. Hmm. And there's a line in there that says, I don't want to die. And um, <clears throat> the chorus says, I'm alive and I don't want to die. And I feel like it's kind of struck a chord with people that struggle with like suicidal thoughts and... Um, feeling not worth it. It's somehow really um, 
found, I've, I've literally met people that said I was on the brink of taking my life and this song came on the radio or something like that, you know, where that happened to me several times where I heard that. And, um, so, and I can't, all I can do is just thank God that that's, that happened and that that song came out of me and the guy that I wrote it with and, um, that it's been, I think, encouraging and blessing people ever since. So. Boy, let's hear it. Okay. That's the perfect, yeah, well, that's I, the perfect set. I hope I didn't oversell it there. <laughs> no, no. I, it, it's a beautiful song. I, I love it. The, the song is called More. And uh, after we hear this, we're going to talk just a little bit, bit about kind of an interesting twist on being a, a singer-songwriter, which is television placement of songs because they're so emotional. And, and this is a song that could work in, in an uh, a, arena like that. So here is Tyrone Wells with More. Sometimes I get so tired Just trying to find a place to lay my head I look up to the sky I feel the warmest light comfort me I've seen the great heights reminding me I'm alive I don't want to die I don't want to waste another day or night Cause I know there's something more Than what we're living for I see it in the stars I feel it on the shore I know there's something I know there's something more I think we're all afraid That we might be alone Alone down here We all want to have some faith At least that's true in my case To just believe But I've seen the great heights Reminding me I'm alive And I don't I don't want to waste another day or night Cause I know there's something more Than what we're living for I see it in the stars I feel it on the shore I know there's something This world may crumble Into the ocean It could all end tonight Something more than what we're 
I see it in the stars, I feel it on the shore. I know that we're alive and we don't want to die. We don't want to waste another day or night. Cause we know there's something more than what we're living for. We see it in the stars, we feel it on the shore. We know there's something more. Singer-songwriter Tyrone Wells with more. Song you can also hear on his 2009 album, Remained. Tyrone Wells has released 10 albums, including his newest that he's touring with right now, called Roll With It. All his music can be bought on iTunes, and information about tour dates and his latest projects is online at tyronewells.com. I have to ask you, Tyrone, I mean, a song like that, we talked about how it connects with people, but you've actually seen quite a few of your songs get TV placements, and usually it's sort of in that, that critical moment. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Um, yeah, there was a, a New York firefighter show called Rescue Me several years ago that used a song of mine called When All Is Said and Done. And the main character was uh, dealing with uh, the loss of uh, one of his firefighter like best friends. Mm. Um, and uh, that, to me, was, a, was masterfully done. They used the music really well. And I've had the opposite happen, too, where like one of my love songs was used... Uh, in the background while they're talking about like the grisly details of a murder or something which oh is goodness. so weird <laughs> and uh, it's like this is the worst placement for this song ever um, I won't say what show that was but uh, there's been um, yeah there's I, I think now it's probably 60 or 70 and some placements in TV or film sometimes trailers uh, like movie trailers well you've got something in your voice that connects with emotion now, the, in the, not the same sound but it's similar to Cat Stevens or some of those voices that really always just get you right here yeah that's cool thank you for singing with us Tyrone thank you so much thanks for having me it's an honor you never have to miss an episode of Highway 89. Everything is archived online at byuradio.org slash highway89. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That's at BYUH89. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our student assistant, Abby Horlocker. And our producer and custom sandwich chef is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thank you for listening.